is blasphemy. No. Finally, they did unleash him. No. Ah, this is the no. Hey, Paul. What's up, G? Let's give these people something different. All right. Welcome to the PG Sports Podcast. It's your boy, Paul, Far Sports. And your boy, G. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the PG Sports Podcast. We are so eternally grateful for you tuning in and listening to us again. Paul, tell them something. Thank you all for joining. Thank you all for listening again. We got a, another good show for y'all. Another good show. Another great show for y'all. A jam-packed show. A lot of stuff to get to today. They 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 said, hey, yo, they're PG Sports. They got they gonna we're gonna give them a task today. They call they call themselves trying to record on Tuesday. But let's see if they got the moxie, they got the chops to get all this out. Oh. Let's get do. it in. Oh, we oh we're do. gonna get it in. Oh, yes, first sir. first up, you know our claim to fame. Week eight review, worst to first. Who started last week? Did I I think I went last week. Did I go yeah, last week? You did. All right, you, you I want did. you to get worst performance last week. Give it to him, Paul. Worst performance of the week is my New England Patriots. Shout out to Patriot Nation. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. Time out, time out, time out, time out. We won. We y'all, won. Beat, y'all, won, y'all beat the Bills. Like, y'all, we even, won. y'all even covered the spread. What's the problem? We did. We did. <laughs> we played terrible. <laughs> That we played terrible. Might have been the worst game all year. Oh god. Well, yeah. Okay. With offense, the offense looked terrible, and Tom Brady threw for over three hundred yards, and we looked terrible. Yeah, y'all should. Look, you shouldn't be saying that when y'all. We look. We look terrible, man. How? Okay. This, this is this is coming from this is coming from a fan. Now, granted, Sony Michelle wasn't there, and and James White is not uh, every down back. I mean, we get that, but we had Cor- we, we we had Cordero Patterson back there running the ball. Man, he he's too tall and lanky to be ready. Look, it just looked weird. Looked it really did look weird, weird but okay. but you looked can't. Really but this, weird. you're also talking about the same guy who who was giving the <laughs> zone stretch to Aaron Hernandez. Come on now. Hey, Aaron Hernandez looked better back there than, <laughs> than, than Patterson did. Man, come on, man. It, it, I'm I'm disappointed as a as a Patriots fan. Now, everybody else is going to look at it and be like, hey, they won 25 to 6, bro. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. No. My team looked horrible last week, okay? Mm-hmm. The defense looked horrible because the game, <laughs> the Buffalo Bills were, were it was 9 to 6 at, at, with about 6 minutes left in the third, man. Yeah, so did, did they start Derek Anderson? I haven't heard of him since he was started. De- exactly. His first game in. First game in, like he, yeah. I ain't heard of him since he was cussing out people after that Monday night game. Man, this <laughs> this this was a bad performance. Uh, Tom Brady looked out of out of sorts with the receivers. The receivers were dropping balls. Josh Gordon dropped a couple. Gronkowski does not look like the Gronkowski of old. He cannot get separation from anybody. Okay, from anybody. We look bad, man. I, the defense, the defense looked bad, man. They look, they look terrible. They looked okay at times. I mean, McCordy did pick the pass off to 
to make the score what it was. But mm-hmm. man, we just we look bad, man. I was I'm disappointed. Huh, and that's and that's bad to say that after a win that they still after look bad. a win, and that's my worst performance of the week. Oh. My New England Patriots. Shout out again to Patriot Nation. But but you got to give it to them. Got it's it. that bad, man. It's yeah. that bad. I understand. I was, I was upset. I was you, upset. You talking to me, but this isn't my worst performance, but my Vikings did not look good either. But like this, the score says 30 to 20, but anybody who watched that game knows that game was not 30 was to a, 20. Nah, it was not close. It wasn't that close at all. Yeah, but anywho. So, so who now, you got? Okay. Your worst performance. I hate to do this because you know I like to kind of go against the norm a little bit. But when mm-hmm. you have it, when you have somebody make a mistake or do something this egregious, you can't outthink the room here. Ty Montgomery, come on, man. You don't bring that ball out, Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery. I don't care. Wow. I don't care what happened. You got above two minutes. That means you're basically giving Aaron Rodgers two timeouts because they still had the two-minute warning, one timeout mm-hmm. remaining, and you have mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers who was eating that Rams defense for lunch. He mm-hmm. didn't need food after that game was over. Why? I ate Ram. I am full. <laughs> and we and you take the ball out. Apparently, then there's all this speculation about he was mad because he was taking out the drive before. Mm-hmm. He told us, I'm going to show y'all. And then he catches it like two yards deep and then tries to bring it out. And he fumbled. Oh God! You got Aaron Rodgers sit on the sideline talking about some take a bleeping knee, and like I said, I this I've if I said it once, I said it twice, I say it again. Aaron Rodgers should not have signed that deal. They this is what he's left with now. Aaron Rodgers takes up a vast majority of that cap, and now this is what he's stuck with. The running back slash receiver slash punt returner, kick returner, Ty Montgomery throwing a hissy fit and bringing the ball out and robbing us as a as a as a viewing audience, robbing us of one of the greatest spectacles known in sports, the Aaron Rodgers two minute drill. Thank you, Ty Montgomery. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm not gonna outthink the room on this one. Worst performance of the week. Ty Montgomery, Green Bay Packers, you robbed us all. You single-handedly robbed us all. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it from the heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. (sighs) Man, do you remember in one of the earlier episodes, I I mentioned Brady and Rogers' two-minute drill. You, like, watch it. Cause you know what's about to happen, and, and you're and you, you know love it, and you love it. It's you love surgical, it. yeah. Cause cause you just don't know exactly how it's gonna happen, but it happens. But gonna, it's gonna happen. And oh, he, he, he robbed us all. Oh my god, it was, no doubt. You don't outthink the room on that one. You go in there, you catch that, you catch that kick, take a knee, mm-hmm. go, give the ball to Aaron Rodgers, put the ball in 12's hands, and then live or die with whatever he got going. And the the thing, the bad thing was, man, they didn't need but a field goal. Nothing but a field goal. You got one of the best kickers ever. Mason Crosby. Like, is one bad? He had one bad week. His whole one bad week, and it was catastrophically (laughs) bad. It was catastrophic. (laughs) But one bad man, dog. I just couldn't Mm -hmm. believe it. Ty Montgomery, you you killing me, big fella. You killing me. 
All right. Let's do let's did, wait, what's up? But let's let we might as well mm-hmm. keep on going. Did didn't didn't that really cost Ty Montgomery though? Did it cost him? I think it cost him, man. They they got rid of it. Oh, of course. Oh yeah. They, and then the speculation that uh Mike McCarthy specifically apparently told him take a knee. Take a knee. Hey coach, I can run it. Take a knee. Take a knee. I don't care what you can do right now. Right. We got Aaron Rodgers. If you unless you bringing this thing back for six, I don't care. We take a knee. Take a knee. Oh, coach, I can get it to the forty. We need the time. I don't stop it. Take a knee. Oh yeah, that cost him. That cost him big time. That cost him. Yeah, he's out of there. What, didn't he get shipped like Baltimore? Yeah, went to the Ravens. Yeah, and the Ravens. yeah, I wonder. I wonder what he's. Like my, I wonder what he's gonna play. <laughs> oh, the bigger question is, he's gonna get rid of that wide receiver number. Yeah, he's gonna have to. Yeah, because he's gonna he's gonna be a running back. They had uh, uh, Collins, Alex Collins, and uh, that he hadn't been doing. He hadn't been doing that good. Allen, yeah, Collins, and that. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they they're not killing the world. So maybe he gets to play. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But anywho. Yeah. All right, we're gonna throw it to you, Paul. Best best performance of the week. Let me hear this one. Best performance. I got. Uh, I'm gonna go with Deshaun Jackson. I'm mean, Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> Deshaun Watson. The, are they, uh, are they five quarterback for the Texans? Oh, the five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. Yes. Sir. Oh, I yes, like sir. it. Uh, I like it. Those five touchdowns. He's he's becoming the guy that we saw last year. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and. DeAndre Hopkins is top three, mm-hmm. top three, top three receiver. Mm-hmm. That defense you got what White, Clowney. I mean JJ White, Clowney, mm-hmm. uh, the Honey Badger back there. I mean, and then the, the then the the Texans made some additions today, but we'll get to that later. Right, we'll get to we'll get to that we'll get to that. But man, I I got to go with Deshaun Watson the five touchdowns. I was really really impressed because I'm. I expected to see it from week one. That quarterback, mm-hmm. I, I guess he he was he was kind of injury shy. Mm-hmm. I guess let's just say that. But he he's he's playing lights out, man. And that's lights out. And that's the best thing you could do. Now, um, my best performance of the week. I, mm-hmm. I okay. I kind of okay. I'm sorry, Paul. I I got I had to switch it on you because I forgot about something. Okay. Okay. But. I think I would be remiss if I if I didn't tell this story. My performance of the week. Mm-hmm. I was sitting at home Sunday, and this guy was on TV playing. And my friend calls me because we had had a debate about this, right? And he was like, "No, nah, man, this guy's done, man." I said, "Wait, hold on, now. His best years are behind him, but it's not over." He still got some good. He still got some good tread on those tires because he's still breaking away from people. And the next thing you know, he calls me Sunday and says, "Hey man, you're right." I said, "Right about what?" Adrian Peterson. I said, "What are you doing?" Yeah, he's over here rushing wow. for 149 yards, and I was like, "I told you, I told hey, you." Pete. <laughs> the man, yes. I told you, his best years are behind him. But I keep seeing little bitty runs here and there where he is. He's still like separating from people. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he's still turning a corner and 
guy's still like, like that first guy doesn't quite catch him. It's like the second or third guy that gets the angle on him, and that's what brings him down. But he's still separating from people, and I forgot about that. So my performance of the week, AP against the Giants. I know it was the Giants. I don't care. I'm still going to run with this one. 149 yards and a touchdown mm-hmm. for Adrian Peterson and the Redskins. I love it. I like I like that. That's one of my favorite players of 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 all time. I'm a big Adrian Peterson fan. I like that pick. I like that pick a lot. Yes, that that was something that I was I forgot about it when I said it. But we'll still go here too because we could we were joined at the hip on this one. So I'll make this yeah. a both. This no, this one we'll make this a both. Uh-huh. 24 uh, carry. Right. 24 oh, carry magic. Okay, let me stop before I got to pay him. Um Fitz Magic. Fitz Magic. Fitz, Fitz, Fitz Magic. Okay, come. Fitz Mag- don't come don't come looking for us, Ryan. We just we we giving you props. We giving you props. We, we props. I hey, yeah. I can remember. I said earlier in the season I wouldn't have went back to Jameis anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have you went did? back to him cuz no. He had been no. playing well. The team was rallied around him and like I said in all put it like this. In all, he had one whole game, four bad quarters in that first four block of games. Yep. And, okay, he had one bad game. He threw a lot of interceptions. Okay, cool. Did James, so what? Did James do any yeah. better? <laughs> I said that then. I said, I don't see. I said that then. I said, I don't see James yeah. doing any better. And he's, thrown tw- he and he's thrown 10 interceptions in, like, the last four games. Like, come on, man. Okay, question. Beyond that. What you got? Is this the last time we see Jameis in a Tampa Bay uniform? Absolutely. It's got it's it's got to be. If you, if you're Tampa Bay, that has to be. I mean, am I right? Oh, I agree with you. Yeah, the, yeah. Like, got that. It got to be. I, yeah. I hope. I hope that's. A, I hope he gets a fresh start somewhere. Me too. Me too. Because he to me, like I said, he's still talented. But as of mm-hmm. right now, he's shown enough to me in Tampa Bay where I'm just like. You're done. I don't need I don't need to see anything else. If anything, if if anybody in Tampa Bay has half I know look, Dirt Cutter. I know yeah. I know you're listening, okay? Don't I I know you're a fan, okay? You you see you act like you don't, but I know you don't. Listen to me. Listen to me very closely. Let go of Jameis, draft a quarterback, and sit him behind Fitzpatrick for a year, okay? Trust me. Let it let Fitzpatrick ride his thing out. And then, because he's not your long-term solution, he is not your long-term no. solution. But not at thirty-five. Let go, let go of Jameis, let Fitzpatrick run this thing for a year, and sit him and whoever you draft, go get him. Pull pull a Kansas City and go get a guy. Don't just take whoever falls to you. Go get him. Let him sit with a clipboard for a year behind Fitzpatrick. After that year, Fitzpatrick, we love you. Gotta go. Bring this guy in, ride it out. Trust me, Dirt Cutter. Trust me. This is truly unsolicited advice. Unsolicited, unpaid advice. Trust me. That's your best plan of attack. Dirk, my my man is trying to save your job because it's it's in it's in jeopardy. It's in jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you know we done went through what we we're, we're halfway through the season. I'm I want you mm-hmm. to start this. We're halfway through the season. Yeah. Biggest biggest takeaway from eight games through the season, just a big overall arching theme that you've noticed just throughout these, throughout the first eight games of this year's NFL season. Got to be the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is 
is out of this world. MVP. Uh, right right half, now. Half season right, MVP. Ha- half season, you can't give it to anybody. Ty Tigerly? You you could. You could. You, but you can make some cases for a guy. You could make some cases, but Patrick Mahomes has been unbelievable. Unbelievable. I've I'm I've been impressed. I knew I knew he was gonna be good, you know what I'm saying? But I, I did not expect this kind of good at yeah. all. At all. That's yeah. my that's that's my thing for, for the half of the season. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes and his play. Uh shout out to Patriot Nation again because we're the only team that knocked him off. But we don't we don't need to talk about that. Go ahead on Patrick Mahomes. That's my that's my half season. Uh, takeaway, yeah, takeaway, best thing. Okay, well, half season takeaway is, um, I think a man named Denny Green was said, they are who he thought they were. Man, yes, Cleveland, this is for you. You fire Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley. What is wrong? This is the look. Honestly, as a whole, were y'all producing many wins? No, y'all were two fields ago. Y'all, y'all were two field goals away from what being four four. What? What? what Wait, let four, me see. Uh, four four two and one. Yeah, from like being four, four, four two, four three, four three and one. Excuse four, me, four three and one. Right now, yeah. two field goals away. And think about it. You you've already seen you fire. Play this. You fire Hugh Jackson. Right. You're starting a rookie quarterback. And you've already seen, you've already played Ben Roethlisberger twice, Drew Brees, and Phillip Rivers. Come on, dog. Like y'all got Joe Flacco, I think, one more time. And what else? Like, y'all had a very tough beginning of the schedule, and you're starting Baker Mayfield at quarterback, who you hinged your franchise on at this point. Yeah. It, and then, honestly, even though they, they weren't, they were what, two, they're two, what, two, four, and one right now? This two was five emo- one. Two, five two five and one. I'm sorry. Two mm-hmm. five and one right now. You I've ne- I felt like the Browns were really trying to become stable. Like mm-hmm. they were that was some continuity building there. And lo and behold, they got beat. They got beat by a better team in the Steelers as they were supposed to. They were Man, supposed pick- to lose to the Steelers. I picked that game, man. Remember, I picked that game when yeah. we were doing the AFC. And man, my dad. I'm short. Short caveat. My dad called and was telling he he was telling me the games he picked in his pool. Mm-hmm. And man, I, he told me the Steelers. I said, man, you better pick the Browns. <laughs> and he was, he said, boy, <laughs> boy, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought that was a funny story. Funny story. Funny no, that's story. good. It was, it was that's good. But yeah, um, you beat you got beat by the Steelers. You were supposed to lose to the Steelers. Yeah, that's absolutely. what was supposed to happen. They're a better team than you right now, just mm-hmm. top to bottom. They, of course, I think the Browns defense has been playing ball, getting a lot of takeaways. But the Steelers are a better team than you right now. You were supposed to lose that game, and then y'all just go, y'all just go kamikaze and fire Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley. So. Like I said before, the Browns are going to have done Brown-like things. And just when everything was looking okay, like they were finally getting some continuity and building towards something, they just blow the whole thing up. They were a quarterback hearing footsteps. They were eluding pressure that wasn't even there. Yeah. <sighs> That's sad. I have to agree. 
Have Except to that's sad. Mm-hmm. So now we're heading on to trade deadline. Yeah. Very trade active deadline. trade deadline today. They were they were not playing any games today. They was they were some wheeling dealing son of a guns. Shout out to Ric Flair. What did we have today? I, I knew you. I knew you'd like that. We, yeah, I like that. Well, we we touched on Ty Montgomery earlier. Uh, yeah, he's tra- he's yeah, gone yeah. to gone to Baltimore. Oh, just like we said, the Texans made some moves. Mm-hmm. They made a move for Demarius Thomas. That's so big. Now, so so now another athlete. If anything, Demarius Thomas is still an athlete, very good athlete. Yeah, and now he's going to pair up with DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson. You like the move, yes or no? I love the move. I love the mm. move. I love the move for him. Mm-hmm. And I love the move for the Texans because now Demarius Thomas is a former Pro Bowler. He's he's had a case of the dropsies the past couple seasons. But he's he's a Pro Bowler and he's a he's a decent receiver. But okay? also look look who's throwing to him. Deshaun right. <laughs> He's gonna put it there if you don't catch oh, it. I was talking about in Denver. I'm talking about he's yeah. had Case Keenum, oh, yeah. oh, Trevor absolutely. Simeon, and absolutely. oh yeah, Brock, uh, been... Brock Osweiler. Yeah, I mean, it was just Peyton left. He had old, but a old Peyton Manning for a season that I mean he couldn't he couldn't mm. have threw it in the ocean on the beach. You know, right. I mean, so yeah, I mean, I I like Demarius Thomas, but I I love Demarius Thomas in Houston with Deshaun throwing him the ball and. DeAndre Hopkins on the other side. Yeah, because now Demarius isn't the true one He's now. He's not the true number one. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I'll say this, and I don't want to go and I don't want to go too deep into it. And then even with them adding okay, DeAndre Hopkins is the star of the Texans. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. But I think even with him adding Demarius, as far as defensively, like game planning is concerned. He's not even the number one anymore. It's like it like balances itself out now, because it's like, oh, let's roll to DeAndre. We got Demarius on the other side. <laughs> Demarius on the other side. All right, let's side. roll to Demarius. Ooh, we got DeAndre on the other side. Wait. No, we got Hopkins. Okay, over wait. There. No, we can't. Time do out. That. One thing I'm gonna keep. We're gonna keep it moving. The under the leg catch uh-huh. was that better than Odell's? Man, yeah, I, I Odell's is iconic. Uh, but as far as difficulty, I have to go with DeAndre's. I'd have to go diff- DeAndre's. Even though Odell reached behind his head to catch with, it with the gloves, with the gloves that they have on now, though, that's a different catch. With, the with three fingers. Have, that's a different catch. It sticks, though. He got huge hands. Man, he got shack hands. It's going to stick. But it's gonna great stick. catch. Still got to go Odell. Still gotta go Odell behind the head, three yeah. fingers like rookie season. Yeah, I still gotta go Odell. But anywho, yeah. I ain't mad. I ain't mad. The ain't uh, mad so the Lions traded Golden Tate to the Eagles. Like the move, yes or no? Mm. I do. You, I do. Mm-hmm. For for the Eagles, I think that's that's big for the Eagles. Gives Carson Wentz another playmaker. I don't like it for the Lions though. Yeah, because that seems kind of that seems kind of backwards. Considering the fact they had yeah. they've been making some what was some moves to getting Snack Harrison. It looked like they was trying to make some moves and you know trying to acquire yeah. talent, and then they get rid of Golden Tate, who was a productive receiver receiver this year. And I was mm-hmm. a little bit confused uh, myself for the move of them, you know, trading Golden Tate. 
that gives that gives uh Marvin Butler a little more of an opportunity, I guess you could mm-hmm. say. Uh, but man, that's I I didn't I didn't see that that was something I didn't see. Yeah, that I was a little bit I was surprised by that one too. Um, somehow, I don't know what type of, um, what they call it. I don't know what type of salary cap the Rams are playing with, but obviously they have a different salary cap than everyone because then everybody, because now they've (laughs) traded, they've traded draft picks and gotten Dante Fowler from the Jaguars. And I'm just like, what is, what's going, what, what bank? Oh, is the Rams banking with? Are they are they like slick like the Yankees? They could just spend whatever they want because it's like I don't even see them having the money to get this guy, but somehow they did because they didn't trade mm-hmm. it. They didn't trade players. They traded no, picks. They didn't. Tra- they traded. So picks. they just took I, on I his entire salary. There was no trade off there, and yes, I don't know, but I so like the move. Yes or no? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Once they get healthy, when Akeem Tlaib gets back. Which won't, uh, which won't be much longer. I, one, a couple more weeks, I think. Uh, this, man, that's, that. I don't know. What, I'm like you. I do not know where they keep getting money from. <laughs> this is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. They, you, I mean, Dante Fowler, is, he's a he's an all-pro player. Yeah. He's good. I, really good. I don't, yeah. I don't like it for the Jazz for the same reason about this Golden Tate rule. Because I was like, I mm-hmm. don't. I don't. What are they? What are they replacing him with? Because it, they did right. have two bookie rushers on the outside, and now they traded one, and now they got a third round pick and a fifth round pick. So are they thinking those guys can be Dante Fowler? I don't know, but I don't really like it for the Jags. But of course, for the Rams, all they did was bolster their pass rush. Because the, if anything, if the Rams did have a weakness defensively, that pass rush outside of Aaron Donald mm-hmm. spottingly wasn't really getting home. Nope. They nope, really wasn't getting home. So now they have a guy who they're literally just say, put your hand on the ground and go, go get, get him. Yeah. Next up, ha-ha Clinton Dix from the Packers going to the Redskins. So now we have ha-ha and Swearinger in the same defensive backfield. Wow. I don't that, – that was about as scary as when they had Sean Taylor and then they drafted Laron Larringer. And they never got to play together. God rest his soul, rest in peace, Sean Taylor. That this is just yeah. this is just about as scary. <laughs> yeah, I I I like that one. Yeah, I I I, I, can, I can't. I've ha- I haven't not liked it yet. I like that one. I hate it for Aaron Rodgers. But yeah, because then they because then now the Packers have gotten rid of Ty Montgomery, even though he is a screw up. He was somebody who's been there for a while and you know, kind of has some continuity with the offense. And then they trade until already lacking defense. They trade their safety. They, they trade their safety. A, a playmaker. Yes. <laughs> a playmaker. Yeah. I don't, I didn't get that for them, but it makes a, a good Redskins defense that much better. And then last big trade of the day. Um, Kansas city is known this year to have a bad defense. And they made a trade for Jack Rabbit, Janoris Jenkins. And mm-hmm. um even play like this. I I like them getting Janoris Jenkins. I just hope they don't think Janoris Jenkins is going to be the glute is going to fix their problems because they still don't have a pass rush. And linebackers are suspect and they're just mm, him and Eric Berry might give some might give some might solidify that back end, but I don't I hope they ain't count I hope they ain't counting on we him to be like 
the guy. Like, oh, we got Janoris Jenkins. Now we're going to be a top five defense. No. No, no. I agree. But he's gonna... I agree. I I want to see Eric Berry out there, man. Oh, yeah, he's coming. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. All right, so we're recording this on Tuesday, and um, first week of the college football playoffs got released. As a whole, uh, anybody who's – we've been keeping track of – we ain't talked about it that much because basically now we're in the time that matters. Uh, (laughs) um, One, Alabama. Two, Clemson. Three, LSU. Four, Notre Dame. And the two – on the outside is number five, Michigan, number six, Georgia. Have any arguments with that? Mm, no. I, if I would have if they would have put LSU fourth. Really? I agree with oh, them. Oh, yeah, you, oh, would, you would have had a problem if LSU would have been fourth. Yes. Uh, if if they would have put Notre Dame um, on top of mm-hmm. them, I'd have had a problem. I'd have had a problem. But, no, I, I can't argue too much. Can't argue too much with how it is right now. Um, I I gotta say, what, okay. What you say? What you say? Ooh, I must say this. Um, I don't like Notre Dame being fourth. I think they should be higher. Wow. I do. I do because Notre Notre put it like this. Notre Dame beat Michigan. They beat Michigan so bad. Everybody thought Michigan season was over. Okay, now Michigan has righted the ship and, you know, got their bearings back and played good ball. But they beat Michigan so bad, everybody thought Michigan's season was over. Okay, they traded, they changed quarterbacks midway through the season and got better. That's some Alabama stuff right there. And to me, mm-hmm. this is Clemson, I've seen them and their defense is playing good ball. Trevor Lawrence is like, uh, I, I, I play this as a whole. I like I just I thought Notre Dame should have been higher. LSU at three doesn't bother me. Strength of schedule. I, I like LSU. Weird. I like LSU third, and then as weird as this is about to say, I don't think Notre Dame is second, but I don't think Clemson is second either. But I would have loved to see Notre Dame on top of Clemson. I think they played. I think Notre Dame has played a harder schedule than Clemson so far, and to me, they look way more impressive. But so just by nature of the beast, I would have wanted to wow. see Notre Dame like second and not Clemson because they they haven't done it for me this year. But Michigan, but Michigan fifth, Georgia sixth. I like that. I like that. Yeah, and then I, I, I like that. We got um. Like oh yeah, you we had oh yeah we had to, we had to check this talking about your LSU Tigers. They had an egregious call. Oh yes. Uh, the Devin. The Devin White targeting penalty uh, that keeps keeps him out of the first half of the Bama game. Yeah, oh, man. and that is unbelievable. Unbelievable that I I saw it, and when I saw it, they said it was helmet to helmet collision, which 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 it was. But anybody with half a brainstem who watched that play saw he literally pushed him. He pushed him. He was pushing him. And then it's not it's not his fault that in two people colliding <laughs> that their helmet that their heads would collide as well. Two people wearing right. gear, they collide and their helmets collide, but anybody with half a brainstem can see he wasn't aiming for the helmet at all. No, I no, absolutely not, man. I I didn't like the car. I was watching the game uh when he did it. I was like, man, when they threw the flag, I knew what the flag was for, but I was thinking in my head, man, that 
I hope it's something else. That's terrible if, if they're going to kick him out of the game for that. Because, you know, in college, you automatically get ejected. Yeah. Man, that was that was I was such a big play, man. I I didn't and he pushed him to me. I'm like you. He looked like to me he pushed him with both his his forearms, and, and then he his his the speed that he was coming with. Yeah, he might have contacted his helmet, but he didn't hit him in the helmet. They touched. Yeah, he hit him. He hit him initially with his forearms. Man, I was I was upset with that. Man, terrible. Well, and like you said, and that leaves him out of what is going to be a determining factor in next week's college playoff, LSU Bama. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is going to be a humdinger. I will say this: as a whole, I am a big college football fan, and I can't lie with how impressive Alabama's looked. I've actually found myself not as enthused about this season as I normally am. Because it seems like we're just watching all of this stuff, and then Alabama's just gonna beat whoever they play. Because they're so dominant, like it's outrageously dominant. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I agree. This game is in Death Valley. It is. It's a night game. Night game. LSU Bama. This game is known to be epic. This game is known to you know make some blood pressures go up and probably took some months off some people's life. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> But it's been no doubt about but it. But it's been fun watching it. So I can just go ahead and take a wild guess and say, hey, I'm guessing you're gonna go. I'm guessing you're gonna take Tigers, huh? Man, I'm I'm a Tiger fan, but I'm also a realist. Mm-hmm. Without White the first half. Big play. And I'm big not, loss. But yeah, yeah, that's a huge, enormous, uh, I think insurmountable loss. Really? I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that we are gonna lose the game because Devin White is not there the first half. I'm not saying that, but as far as playing the game, him not being there for that defense, man, that's huge. Very that's huge. Gonna, that that's gonna make the offense have to do more, and I just I don't think that they can. Understandable. You know, that, that's going to be the problem because the defense is going to be out there a little longer. Tua is slinging the rock all over the field. Oh, man, he's, so, he's it's outrageous. I mean, he's he's unbelievable, man. So I I just – I think that – that's and I don't – I'm not sure that he would have made that much of a difference. But he, for sure with him not being out there, mm. that's going to make it bad. But it, is, it does change something as far as y'all's defense and how they're going to operate, how they call mm. plays you know, what things they could do on the defensive side of the ball. And going against Alabama, you need all your guns. <laughs> you need all your no guns shooting. So yeah, no I agree with that. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna reinvent the wheel here. I'm sorry. Bama goes in. I don't think it's gonna be a dominant victory, but I do think Alabama I, I just don't see anybody beating Bama, man. I just don't. Like all those years they've had like a, a great defense and an offense mm-hmm. that can just take advantage. They now have mm-hmm. an offense that scores. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Julio Jones. At will. That Julio at will. Jones is at home like, dog, where was this guy when I was playing? Gee. <laughs> I would have had a hundred, I would have, I would have had 80 catches a year messing around with Tua. Like, come on, dog. These guys is, is crazy. I was <laughs> I was stuck with AJ McCarron or whoever you or John. Who did who did Julio? I can't remember. Doesn't matter. Fact of the matter is this. It wasn't Tua. This is no. the most talented quarterback Bama's had under Saban. Easy, pans down. The most talented. Tua, Tua Tagovailoa. Ooh, I said it right. 
<laughs> you did say it right. Wow. To attack a VLO. <laughs> I said it right. Anywho. Yes. I'm not gonna reinvent yes. the wheel here. I'm going to Bama. They not by not by much, but I think they they got enough talent. They're firing on all cylinders. They got an offense that matches the defense. And by the time they when by the time LSU gets two stops, Bama's gonna make a play and it's just gonna be off to the races, man. Like I said, I don't think it's gonna be a dominant like they're just gonna beat them by like forty, but mm-hmm. I think Bama's put like this. I think this game is going to mirror the Saints Vikings game. Like Bama's gonna pretty much be in control of the game. <laughs> does, and it's and it's does, going to be obvious. Does Tua play this fourth quarter? You know you haven't played the fourth quarter all year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, th- you think yeah. so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It ain't going to be no blowout like that. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, a couple couple Bama folks that I work with, they told me that that Tua wasn't going to even play the fourth quarter against my Tigers. Nah, gonna he's going to play the fourth quarter. I think so, too. But that's how bad they said it was going to be. That's how bad. So, we... We covered what? Covered all the football. Yeah, we got out. Yeah, we got all the football stuff out the way. Now we're moving on to the association. What we get? Let's what's going move on? on? Move on to the NBA. Yeah, happy he gets it. every time oh. he get, every time we go to the association. Yeah, happy. He gets. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love what's basketball. Been, what's been going on over on your in your side of the world? Man, let's. Look, I, I want to start off. What What you think about Ty Lue getting fired? They done him the greatest favor known to man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because they still have to pay him, and now he doesn't yeah. have to drag through the season with this horrible roster. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't know who Larry Drew is, but if I looked him in the face, I'd buy him a beer. That man said, hey, look, I'll be the head coach, but I'm not going to be y'all's head coach and y'all not paying me. <laughs> right. He said, right. hey, uh, I'll, hey, I'll run practice and whatnot, but if y'all calling me the head coach, no, nah, I ain't no head coach, so y'all pay me. <laughs> so, I'll keep this thing afloat, then if y'all pay me, then we can start making some moves. But until then, I'm sitting, yeah. on, I'm sitting on the sideline, cold, chilling. No doubt. Hey, coach, what's we doing? I don't know. I ain't your coach. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, like uh, I don't know who Larry Drew is. I've never looked in the face. I couldn't point him out of a crowd. But if someone said, "Hey, yeah. that's Larry Drew," I'd walk up to him and shake his hand. Yeah, they done him uh, a huge favor. They did. They did. I think they fired Ty, man, because Ty was still trying to win. I think Ty Lue was trying to win games. You know, the the GM came down and said that Corver and Smith were out of the rotation. I mean, they they weren't going to be getting regular minutes. Somebody got in foul trouble. Well, they were upset. Ty Lue was upset, and he played them. Next day, psh, you're gone. You got to yeah. go. The tank job is real. Yeah, you 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 messing up us tanking, man. You can't do that. No. You can't have that. You, you can't have that. And at this point in time, if you're Cleveland, you can't not think that you're just not going to get the first pick. Look what you did the last two times you tanked. You got LeBron, Kyrie. Got and then Anthony LeBron Bennett, came. even though Anthony Bennett didn't work out. Fact remains, you got the first pick in the draft. <laughs> yeah. You've got it three no. years in this point in time. So as Cleveland, I can't doubt the fact that you would think to yourself, hey, we're Cleveland. We'll get the number one pick, right? Right. <laughs> it's what we do. Right. We just get the number That's one pick. That's what we do. The only one that really worked was, was well, look, Kyrie worked. Kyrie worked. Kyrie, 
but he worked because of the other one. <laughs> he worked because of LeBron. LeBron, yeah. Yeah. Hands hands down, so. he worked because of LeBron. That's when that whole Uncle Drew myth started was when LeBron got to Cleveland. No doubt. No doubt. So we we would be remiss if we talked NBA basketball and didn't talk about Clay Thompson's record breaking fourteen three fifty two point nine threes. Fifty fifty two in twenty six minutes. In which which in which I want to reflect back to a comment that was made by you maybe an episode or two ago when we uh-huh. was talking about Steph's fifty one. Uh-huh. And you and he and we both said you said Steph is playing ball, KD's doing his thing, Steph is trying to take his team back, and your words were Clay isn't even hitting yet. <laughs> and then lo and behold, <laughs> we get this. <laughs> lo, I, it's the first as soon as I saw Clay drops 52, that was the first thing I thought of. Man, Clay ain't even hitting yet. I Clay said, ain't even he, hitting. Yeah, yeah, he is not. <laughs> Oh my 14 goodness! Fourteen threes with the headband on. Is wait, yeah. wait, wait. Is is headband Clay Thompson gonna be a thing now? Is that like uh, untucked Kyrie? <laughs> no, nah, they they told he said he told a reporter when they because they asked him about it. He said nah. He said nah, but he said but I couldn't take it off then. He said because he had the cut on his head. He said he brought out his inner Jackie Moon. <laughs> <laughs> He brought out his, his inner Jackie moves. So yeah. I I don't think we see it again. You don't think we go? I I kind of. But I will say this: you know, you know, athletes. We're both athletes at one point in time. We are superstitious. Very, we are very superstitious. He went oh, out yeah. there and dropped fifty two with the headband on. Hey, oh, yeah. it's just hey, couldn't be no different than Rip Hamilton. Rip Hamilton played with that face. He broke his face so much. <laughs> <laughs> he got used to that face mask. He was wearing it. When his face was fixed, he's like, I don't know, I'm not Absolutely. used to it now. So I'm just used to playing with it. So he just kept the face mask on. <laughs> right. So right. I like, I said, Clay Thompson's 14 3. And that broke Steph's record, if I'm thinking correctly. Yeah, but, and they were all out there, man. That's that's why I, it's, I mean, they have the most talent, obviously, but hands down, they're going to win it again because they, man, them guys like each other. And they, they genuinely are, want to see each other yeah, do great. They want to see each other succeed. Man, they were out there trying. They didn't run no <laughs> offense that second half. Not to, we didn't even mention the the ninety two points that the Warriors put up in the first half. Ninety two points and a half of basketball. That's, that's a, amazing. That's unheard that's of. Un, it's like a it's like of, a guy man. said. I had to break. He broke it down, and I had to give it to him. I, he said that he doesn't understand why people don't like the Warriors. I said, what you talking about? He's, the Warriors are everything we say we like in sports. Oh, we like guys that are selfish and be, and be about the team. Look at the Warriors. Look at the oh, Warriors. Oh, these guys are rich and greedy. They, don't, they just want to make their money. Kevin Durant took like three pay cuts. Steph Curry was the unanimous MVP and said, hey, let's go get another dominant score. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. means you have to take a lesser role. That's cool. Let's That's do fine it. fine by me. Let's, Let's go get him. Like, yeah. what? what is it about the, oh, we don't like this hero iso ball, this whatever, guys dribbling the ball 20 times. We like the fundamental pass movement. Look at the Warriors. It's like, what is it that people just don't like about the Warriors? They're literally everything we like in sports. And I had to sit there and go. Okay, yeah, you got to put the, it there. <laughs> the, the only thing, the only, to that point, the only thing that I can say is that 
people don't like dominance. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of too. And there that's why I mean that's why people don't like my Patriots. Of course. They're they're too good, you know, and I, I don't I don't say that at trying to, to talk mess. I'm just saying it that's is, why people That's the truth. It is what it is. And that's why I think that that people don't like Steph and, and KD and Dre and Clay. They don't and Steve Kerr. They don't like consistent winners that are always winning near near the top. You know they 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 they, they want them knocked off real bad, and that was just absolutely. And that's just sad to me that you know, even with that take, I'm not a I'm not a Warriors fan. Like, oh my God, go Warriors! But you know, of course, they're great, and I respect their dominance. But at that point in time, I was just I had to listen to them talk and go, yeah, that's that's pretty much what everything everybody yells about that they want yeah. in sports, and that is the embodiment of the Warriors. Like you said, literally, they they were literally not running play, Clay. Go to work. Yeah, come come out, come run off of this screen over here. We're going to throw it to you over here. What about the play? Forget the play. Forget the play. <laughs> Clay, go shoot. <laughs> oh, imagine when Boogie gets back and Boogie hits that first three. That bench is going to lose their mind. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, because you, you know he's a splash, brother. Let oh, yeah. Tell oh, yeah. He was he's the third. Oh, yeah. He said he's that. The third, <laughs> he's the third splash, brother. Third splash, brother. And they got him on the team now, man. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I got it. I, I, I like. Oh yeah, I like. I really like, man. Because Steph, he said when he was being interviewed after the game, Clay said that Steph told him at halftime, "Man, let's go get this record." And he said that amped him up so much. If the guy that has the record told him, said, "Let's go man, get this record," let's go get this record, man. So and then everybody, man, the whole second half was about him. Yeah, it was a, it was amazing, man. I, I I like like you said, that's the embodiment of what we want to see as fans. I like that because the one thing people, the one thing I think people need to learn as a society, you, someone else's light shining bright doesn't turn yours down. Doesn't turn yours down. No doubt. Clay dropping fifty two doesn't make Steph Curry a. a, a a, a less better player. <laughs> People still look at Steph Curry and say he's the baby faced assassin. And he's in one one small stat I saw was hilarious. Steph Curry himself has hit more threes than most NBA teams. Yep. Than like five NBA teams. He's hit, he himself has hit more threes than in more than NBA teams. I'm like, that's nuts. He, but anyway. he is he is back to uh oh. it's his it's his team oh, again. Yeah. I think I think everybody knows KD is gone next year. Wherever he goes, that's another question, another subject for another day. But I think everybody, they must know that he's gone. Steph Curry has taken the reins back and mm-hmm. said, Here, give me the keys. Let me drive this thing for the year. Because the one thing about it is that, uh, man, I I had a thought and I lost it. Never mind. Don't worry about it. It might come back to me later. I had a thought and I lost it. But anyway, go ahead. Continue. So, let's see. I, man, let's talk about the the best conference, I mean, this the best conference, the best division we said was was Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, Detroit, Indiana in the Eastern Conference. We said that was going to be a tough division, but we were saying it because of Boston. I, and, I said and Boston. Toronto. Yeah, you said Boston. They're five and two, which is definitely not bad. That's good, but Milwaukee, the Bucks, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Company are seven and zero, undefeated. Man, uh, they are they playing some lights out basketball. Him and um, 
Chris Middleton, I thought Chris, Chris Middleton, Middleton was going – he's like – put it like this. In this day and age, that, that wing defender, 3 and D guy, mm-hmm. that is Chris Middleton, and he is at a – guys like him are at a premium right now in the NBA. And no you doubt. got a guy like Giannis who can just get to the basket whenever he feels like it. And they've surrounded him with guys like Chris Middleton and Thon Maker and guys of that nature. And like I said, they've come out – just come out playing ball, man. Seven and zero. There's nothing that can be debated about that. No matter what you got to say about it, the fact of the matter is, these are the seven games they lined up, and these are the seven games that they've knocked down. Of course, this is gonna continue. No, no one's gonna go undefeated. But the fact no. of the matter is, seven games in, that's the best team in. The, that's that's they got and, the best record in the East right now. And they gave the the first loss to arguably the best team in basketball at this current point. <laughs> The Toronto Raptors. With best Kawhi, team in the East. I say the best team in basketball. That was their first loss. I mean, we we know, of course, the Golden State Warriors. I was about to are, say. Oh, no. Okay, I mean, come on. But the second best team in the West was who? The Denver Nuggets? I would take Toronto over Denver. You take Toronto over Denver? No doubt, because of the depth that Toronto has. Denver's playing some good basketball. Now, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But Toronto, they, they are playing some good basketball, too, and they're deeper. They're deeper than Denver is. Yes, They're probably so. they might be deeper than anybody in the NBA. Who Toronto? As far as, yes, sir. As far as their bench, they might be the deepest team in the league, man. Nope. Who you think? Boston. Duh. Okay. Well, okay. You're right. I agree. Boston. I agree with that. Duh. I agree with that. Put it like no this. Doubt. I play that no Boston doubt. may have more players, no but at this point in time, Boston's players are more proven. They've been through a fire. No doubt. They've went no through. Doubt. They've I, went through I, Eastern yeah. Conference Finals and losing yeah. Game Seven to LeBron with baby Jason Tatum and Terry Rozier, who came from out of nowhere. So, yeah, I would. I'm still. If you want to say deepest team, I'm still Ex- going to take Boston. Excuse but, me, because you're you're right. You're right. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. But Toronto. But as of right now, Toronto are just putting a whooping on everybody, including your Sixers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, my we. I mean, I can't say we because I'm a Laker fan, but they they need to get it together, man. They, they're making my pick look bad. Really, <laughs> they are because you you are you are staunch. I'm in that seventy sixes. I am sticking with the Sixers, man. Right now, now <laughs> we are we we're sports fans and and we're sports podcasters. So hey, if they don't get it together, I'm gonna switch mm-hmm. mid season. <laughs> <laughs> but after but the, we, right um, now, eight games in, I'm sticking with the Sixers, man. They're gonna get it together. They, they, there's there's together. something to be said. Well, that we might well, well, we're gonna reassess this after the All Star break. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Okay, I'll give you. I'll I'll hold you to that one. Yes. We'll hold. We'll reassess this at the All Star break and see what we got. But uh, yeah, you were very staunch in that seventy sixes pick. I was. I'm st- I'm sticking with him, man. I think I still think they're gonna get it together. Markel Fultz is not as good as I thought he was gonna be. What did you think he was I, gonna be? The dude I thought well I'm I'm gonna tell you the honest truth. Now the whole shoulder thing, I really I don't know what happened with that. I don't know what that was about. I but him as a college ball player, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't win a lot of games. Uh his skill set didn't translate to the college game. Because mm-hmm. the col- the college game is more team oriented, but he looked like man, he is gonna be awesome as an NBA player. Mm-hmm. 
you know. And then being around Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, I thought, man, he's going to fit in. He's going to give him 20 a night. He's going to give him 18 to 20 a night. No, that is definitely not the case. His shot is horrible. The, the, like you said last episode, the crowd actually stood up and gave him a standing ovation for hitting the three-pointer. One. Mm-hmm. Clay, Clay Thompson just hit 14 of them, man, and they're giving this boy a standing ovation for hitting one. One. So, yeah, so, no, they, they got to get it together, but I think they will, man. I think they will. I really do. I will say this. I'm trying to get this together now. So I don't quote, so I don't quote this wrong and it pulled back up for me perfectly. As of right now, the the Milwaukee Bucks are averaging 120 points a game, 55 rebounds, 26.9 assists a game, and they're they're fourth in points allowed with, with 104. So they're fourth in points per game, first in rebounds, fourth in assists per game, and fourth in points allowed. <laughs> That's and their best player as of right now, Giannis Antetokounmpo, is shooting fifty percent from the field. Mm-hmm. That's a recipe to beat anybody, no doubt. No, no matter doubt. who you're lining up against, those numbers are you are you are lining up to beat anybody, hands down. Shooting fifty as he's averaging twenty five a game. I'm sorry, as he's averaging twenty five a game, his field goal percentage is fifty cent, fifty percent. That's a seven and zero. That's good basketball. It don't matter who you line up in front of them right now. They play this kind of basketball all year. Milwaukee is finally going to be the team that we say, all right, here they are, because we've been waiting on them for a few years now. We're like, oh, Milwaukee's coming, they're coming, and then somehow they just managed to fall flat on their face somehow. But playing ball like this, that's gonna be that's gonna be that's a recipe to beat anybody. No doubt. So, last thing I really want to touch, and and we can Mm -hmm. touch some more specific games maybe if you want Mm -hmm. to, but the last thing I want to touch is what do you think is LeBron's frustration level in L.A. right now? Okay. On a scale of 1 to 10. Uh Uh-huh. Frustration level. Just just frustration level right now. Okay, guys, on a scale, uh, one to ten, one being of, like Lonzo Ball cool, and ten right. is like jacked up J.R. Smith mad. Wow, I'm gonna say he's about a four-ish right now because LeBron has always been a long-term thinker. He's always been a long-term guy, and I don't he, think he's. I don't think. I think he recognizes the problems that they have, but I don't think he's too upset about it this early. Now, if we're talking after all-star break and then he's still having these same problems yeah we might start seeing fussy lebron again where he blows a call on defense and looks at his team and like bro you're supposed to cover me no that was your assignment lebron that was your assignment you were checking him not me but outside of that i think it's still very early in the season and He's not too frustrated just yet. He kind of just recognizes the issues that's going on, but it hasn't really gotten to him yet because, like we said, it's still early. It's only for a lot of for a lot of teams. Just what what seven eight games in, like mm-hmm. LeBron's and look flipping his wig over seven eight games into a season. Mm, okay, well, he did say we don't want to see him frustrated or, or aggravated or 
however he put it. We we don't want to see him like that. Well, <laughs> we'll we'll see. I think, man. I I think I think we're gonna be okay. I really mm-hmm. do. I I think Lonzo Ball needs to continue to start, and Rondo needs to come off the bench. Yeah, I, I think Kuzma team needs flows to, better. They play faster. Absolutely, they play way faster with Kuzma faster. out there instead of Brandon Ingram because it's one of me and my comrades was talking about earlier. Ingram, man, he is a ball stopper, and he's a ball stopper because Luke Walton and the organization have told him to be more aggressive. So right. he's, he's looking for his own shot. You know, they're they're looking at him and telling him he needs to go be Kevin Durant. Yeah, go go be KD. You know what I'm saying? Go get your own. Go get us two points. And in doing that, he's stopping the ball, you know. But I think it's all going to work out, man. I think for right now, Ingram needs to come off the bench, even though he's got a a better skill set, in my opinion, than Kuzma. It's, it's funny. That starting lineup with LeBron, that, that starting five with LeBron needs to be who plays best with LeBron. That's it. No doubt. Absolutely. I don't disagree with that at who, all. Who plays best with LeBron. Brandon Ingram, you might have a better you might be better talented than Kyle Kuzma. He is. But Kyle Kuzma plays better with LeBron. Way better. It's like not even close, man. And that's it's, that's kind of amazing to me as a fan because I, I'm out there looking like, man, it's they are two totally different ball players when they're on the floor with him. You know, it's crazy. It's really yeah. crazy. Cause, because one thing about it, like you said, they're, they're trying to make Brandon Ingram, they're trying to turn him into KD. Yeah. And Kyle Kuzma's yeah. just over here like, hey, I'll get my shot when y'all pass it to me. That's right. <laughs> Whenever he, y'all give it to me, mm-hmm. I'm going to pull it. But until then. Good good spot up. Yeah, good spot up dude, man. He can shoot. He's the catch and shoot guy. I'm over here when you need me. That's until right. then. <laughs> I'm, I am I'm chilling. chilling. Yeah, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. <laughs> oh, we got to play this. defense? All right, let's go. Let's yeah, go. let's do it. Let's do it. But right now, <laughs> I'm chilling, man. I'm yeah, chilling. so like you said, I don't, but I, LeBron, I think he recognizes the stuff, but he's not, he's not flying too off. Of, he's not going to fly for clips just yet. He's not going to, you know. But I will say this some game, if they keep playing bad, it's going to be some game in there where LeBron says, forget it, I'm going to do the takeover, and then we're going to see that LeBron for a game and go, okay, mm-hmm. I can do this, but I don't want to. No, I don't Help want, me. I don't want him to because I, I still, I'm still for the young bulls, man. I'm still yeah, for the young Yeah, because then that turns into like a Kobe thing. Right. It's like, don't get me wrong, Kobe's great, but them last like two or three years, nobody, he was just there and nobody yeah. got better. Nobody, nobody got better, man, and that hurt. Nobody got better. That hurt the organization, you know. Yeah, nobody got better. So let me let me ask you another question. Go ahead. NBA related. Go ahead. Are you still thinking the Rockets have no issues? They're one. (sighs) They're one in five, man. They're one in five. I'll say this: no issues. Okay, I'd be an idiot. To say they don't have issues, being one in five, uh-huh. and considering how bad they fell off a cliff those few games Chris Paul was out, I'm still not ready to bail on them. But it's put like this: a team like Houston, they live by the three and die by the three. And when that three ball isn't falling, they're going to look bad, really bad, like that, like that. Like that Western Conference Finals, 27 missed threes bad. <laughs> uh-huh. It's okay. going to be bad. 
So, like I said, to me, it's like I said, same thing with Brian. Too early for me to jump off just yet. But somebody need to have a players only meeting. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody need to do something. Somebody need to rally the troops because they because if they don't right the ship, this thing will get worse really quick. Really but I'm not selling time. stock. But I'm not selling stock just yet. James okay. Harden, Chris Paul. Capella. You're not okay. You're not selling them. So let me ask you this: Are they still? Are they still upper tier Western Conference with Golden State? Them, okay, go, question. Them Golden State and everybody else. As of right now, I can't say that. Okay. Because as of right now, they've kind one in five. I'm sorry. Yeah. I cannot consider you an elite team, and you're one in five. No just, doubt. No doubt. Can't I? Can't I? Can't do that. I now, do I Do I have faith and hope? That they will get this thing together, absolutely. But I can't call you an elite team and you're not winning games because that's that's just counterintuitive. That's just not how this works. You're not an elite team and you're losing games. Because no, no. if, if that's the case, the Browns are an elite team. Like <laughs> that's just not how this works. Elite teams win games. As of right now in the West, it's Golden State, everybody else, and yeah, pretty much everybody else. Yeah, got a lot of teams that a lot of teams that'd be very interesting, make some news, make some noise. But it's Golden State and everybody else right now. It was Golden State, Houston, and everybody else. But one in five, I can't put you in that tier. Not in, <laughs> especially not considering, especially considering how good, how good and how deadly Golden State is. Mm-hmm. They're seven and one, and you're one in five. Let's go ahead and yeah. that's not comparable at all. I think I think Houston missed their shot last year. They were a Chris Paul hamstring away from being in the finals. And then get, getting hurt. To say this, it, it that's just been the story of his career. Yeah, the man, two I, or three times, the I, two or three times they had the the Clippers God, had a run. Yeah, Chris Paul got hurt. Blake got hurt. Somebody got hurt. I hate that just, for him, all, man. And it all just and it all just fell. They do. I hate that. Crumbled for him. I'm a I'm a I'm a CP3 fan, man. I know they say he's a he he has a a real diva like attitude. You know what I'm saying? But as far as him on the court, I like I like nastiness, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He, he give he it is, to you. He is nasty. I like it. And he's a little bitty guy. You know, I mean, well, yeah. he, he's not little to me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in the in the NBA, in realm, the NBA he's a small guy. Yeah, he's a small he's a guy, guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he is he's nasty. I, I like the feistiness, you know what I'm saying? But man, love it. Man. So I think anything else you want to get out? No, nah, that's it. That's it. I, oh. That's all I got. Oh, let's well then look, let's go and get my socials and whatnot, man. Well, Y'all check me out at www.farsports.com, my blog site. Uh, of course, check us out on Facebook, PG Sports Podcast, on Instagram, PG Sports Podcast, and on Twitter, at PG Sports Pod. Please continue to support. We appreciate it. I said all of the aforementioned social medias given before. Please make sure you rate us, rate, review us, comment us, let us know how you're doing, whether you like it, love it, hate it. Let us know how we're doing. Um, You can get me on Twitter at your boy GCL, Y-A-B-O-Y-G-C-L. That's uh, where you get me, not sports take me, but just regular old me. So, you know, that's what you get. Make sure you keep up with our... Make sure you follow our Instagrams and our Facebooks and whatnot. We keep sports news updated. Yeah, we were busy today with that uh <laughs> with that trade deadline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we was real busy today. But then um 
is where we keep up with sports news and whatnot. So, you know, you're, if you follow us, you'll never be left out the loop, okay? So, anywho, hey, Paul, you got anything else you want to mention? Man, thank y'all for listening. We'll catch y'all next episode. We will see y'all next episode. Peace.